0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. Today, the Senate trial is underway and the rules are in place. A new dump of heavily redacted Ukraine documents in the American Oversight FOIA case. Trump brags about obstructing justice. The Saudi Crown Prince is implicated in the Bezos phone hack. The D.C. Attorney General files suit against the Trump inaugural. And Parnas called for Barr to recuse himself. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Mandy Reeder. Hello. Hello, I am back. Yay. Yay. Thank you for the day. Sometimes yes. it's got to happen. I had to do some things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: There we go. And I did them, and now here I am.
1: Yeah. I mean, recording every
0: day is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> just as a concept. <laughs> so. The first one I missed. Yes. Um I didn't even do, like, an airplane bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be traveling tomorrow. So, Jordan, you're going to host Friday's Beans. Uh, maybe I'll send you, like, a, an airplane bathroom clip. Mm-hmm of something mm-hmm. i'll just figure something out
2: sure that'd be fun just <laughs> do my, my uh a classic in the air with ag it mm-hmm. should be like an addendum jordan can do the main show and then afterwards it's like ag's nuts <laughs> <laughs> Could be fun mm-hmm. yeah i think you
0: know what i think i might do
2: that yeah two blocks the jordan block and the ag <laughs> the in the air plane bathroom block, block. Yeah. Air, <laughs> airplane poop, poop block <laughs> air poop block <laughs> oh pooping <laughs> on airplanes is so the worst thing yeah i get so anxious having to poop on a plane yeah.
1: Anyway. I mean, it's always annoying because everyone's always battling the no seatbelt sign, also. So you're like, hurry up in there. I'm breaking the law, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Le- the legal pressures yeah. <laughs> of pooping in the sky. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I don't feel the legal pressure. <laughs> I, 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 I was it's a flight attendant once, so I don't yeah. feel as much pressure there. Really? But mm, It's I just not feel... one of our podcasts without opening with poop jokes. Joanne yeah, and I are true. always yeah. with the poop talk. We have a very poop forward friendship. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <Poop> just forward. <laughs> we share hotel rooms when we're on the road. And so we just had to get okay with it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Anyway. Oh, all right. <laughs> Ready to start. <laughs> mm, I'm sure you
0: all wanted to know that. And now <laughs> that you do. Uh, uh, you're welcome. Um, we have other non-poop news. <laughs> so let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. So yesterday, the Senate trial went on into the wee hours of the early morning with the Dems putting forth 11 amendments to the rules proposed by Mitch McConnell, specifically asking for documentary evidence and witnesses, um, like laying out the case of why they needed to see each witness and have each document or what sort of documents they were looking for. All of which were tabled one by one by the Senate Republican majority with only Senator Collins voting one time with Democrats on the 10th Amendment, which didn't have anything to do with witnesses or documents. Uh, That was a proposal that would give more time to the House managers and Trump's legal team to respond to motions instead of having till 11 a.m. today to respond. They wanted 24 hours. uh, That was voted down. Um, So before the debates On amendments began though we got a crack in in the Republican Party Uh, McConnell changed his proposed rules Um, one of the things he changed was the 12-hour day rule uh, because he was only giving people you know each side two days Mm -hmm. to to do their 24 hours that Mm -hmm. was 12 hours a day and he gave each each side three days so they have you know to make their 24-hour argument eight hours a day uh, basically Uh, And another change McConnell made was to the section on the of the resolution that would not have admitted the House's evidence without a vote. Now, evidence will be admitted automatically unless there's a motion from the president's team to throw it out. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of Republicans were upset with McConnell for making these concessions before the debate even even began.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard a theory that this was contrived so he could come out seeming like he was making concessions from the beginning. Could be, yeah. Um, but also,
0: I heard that there were a lot of Republicans who went to him and said, "Dude, mm-hmm. twelve hours de- twelve
1: hour days. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's kind of insane." Yeah. And the other overarching point that I heard that I think is agreed upon by pretty much everybody is it was so imperative for him to keep the Republican Party together starting from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so even that one Susan Collins vote, everyone was like, "Whoa, yeah. yeah." And then did you see like the statement she put out explaining why she voted? with Republicans on something that seemed like she was going to she was like I'm not saying necessarily no witnesses ever basically but at this point in time I'm not going to vote with Democrats on this yeah yeah and another
0: thing that they're kind of getting away with is they is they voted to table all of these amendments not to not hear witnesses that's going to be their defense about because the talking point now is they they voted to they they didn't want any witnesses in the in the initial rules and they didn't want any evidence no document or evidence. Their argument is a is oh technically we just tabled uh, we voted to table those amendments uh, not against witnesses but that's not going to yeah you speak table to indefinitely anyone. that's not going to no one's going to be like oh well okay <laughs> yeah. you know that's just a really Really lame, weak ass sort of legal sort of argument mm-hmm. um, that it, it, no one's going to fall for. I don't think, not even not even Republicans or any Republicans who are for witnesses, which is a lot because you know we've got anywhere from sixty six percent to seventy one percent, depending on what poll you're looking at, of Americans, Republican, Democrat, and Independent who want to see witnesses and and hear witnesses and see more document documentary mm-hmm. evidence. Um, late in the session. Uh, yesterday, Chief Justice John Roberts admonished both sides uh, after a heated exchange with Nadler, Pat Cipollone, and Jay Seculo, saying he was admonishing them, quote, in- on equal terms to remember they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body. Uh, and so that was an interesting, uh, I, I saw that, I was listening and writing, and then I heard that and I looked up and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm.
1: admonishing both sides, okay. He was like telling them to remember where they are, right? Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but most disturbing, aside
0: from Idaho Republican James Risch falling asleep <laughs> and, and then lying about oh it. Oh, my
1: God. And then lying about it, saying was he it on was TV? just
0: listening closely. I uh-huh. just I just could hear, like, I was hoping it would I was just resting my eyes, oh <laughs> you know, like what your mom says when you
1: can't keep her awake watching mm-hmm. a movie
0: with you. He, like,
1: painted eyeballs on the tops of his eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, well, sunglasses I'm, like, I'm awake, I'm oh, awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, everything I used to do to
2: make sure that it didn't seem like I was falling asleep in class. Um, it's not like some of these Republicans are there to change the world. They just want to get paid by the oil companies. So they're like, do we really have to be here for mm-hmm. this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Seriously. a lot of them were up
0: walking around today, um, not not there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and uh, Elizabeth De La Vega on Twitter, she was like, look, if you're not there for at least 90% of the time, you shouldn't be able to vote. Right. Um, so that would be an interesting resolution. If anyone were to put it forward, it would mm-hmm. still be voted down. Uh, but right. these Republicans aren't really paying much attention, except... Um, I know that some people are noting that the more moderate senators are actually there the whole time, like Murkowski and Collins mm-hmm. and Romney, taking notes and stuff, whereas most of the other senators are just getting up, walking around. One of them actually went and did a Fox News show during the impeachment trial, which is oh against God. the rules.
1: Jeez. Jesus. Uh,
0: and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that, that hasn't been called out or, you know, at, at least mentioned uh, in the trial. Uh, But aside from all that, um, were the lies and the errors made on the Senate floor by the president's legal team? They seem totally unprepared and highly stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, First, the closed door hearings lie, right? And Pat Cipollone complained on the floor of the Senate um, on day one about the closed door House committee hearings that were held in the skiff, saying not even Mr. Schiff's Republican colleagues were allowed in the skiff. And this is obviously false. 48 Republicans were in those closed-door hearings off, uh, over three committees and were given equal time to to question the witnesses. Schiff uh, said he would not suggest Mr. Cip- uh, Mr. Cipollone would deliberately make a false statement, but I will tell you this, he said, he's mistaken. Not only were they allowed, more than that, they got the same time we did. Um, and I liked his way of approaching that. Not calling him a fucking liar, but that's... he's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, The second lie was about the articles themselves when Pat Cipollone, again, Pat Cipollone claimed Democrats withheld the articles for more than a month. They held these articles for 33 days. That was his thing. And Trump's lawyers, uh, Trump lawyer Patrick Philbin and Jay Sekulow used the same 33 day figure. Sekulow actually repeated it a lot, saying, 33 days, 33 days they held on to these impeachment articles, 33 days. It was such a rush of national security. They impeached the president before Christmas and they held them for 33 days. Um, the house actually only held the articles for 28 days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if 33 is a Jesus thing. I don't know what what, what why he was sticking. Yeah, 28
1: that. is still. I mean, that still
2: sounds like a decent amount of days. Why not just tell the truth? Yeah. Also, just as like a nitpick to Jay Secular's personality, he'll pick out little like things that he thinks are zingy and mm-hmm. repeat them over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. What was that? That lawyer lawsuits thing. Oh, I'm gonna get there. Ugh. This is funny. Oh, also, that Patrick
1: guy sucked. <clears throat> oh, Philbin? That freaking Gumby dude. Uh- <laughs> right? That's a Gumby man? Yeah. He looks pretty Gumby-like. He's pretty lanky, right? That guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a freaking boring-ass Gumby, that guy. Ugh. Yeah, they're not good. No.
0: Uh, the third lie was that secular alleged that Trump's constitutional rights were violated by the House Judiciary. Quote, during the proceedings that took place before the House Judiciary Committee, the president... ...was denied the right to cross-examine witnesses, the president was denied the right to access evidence, and the president was denied the right to have counsel present at the hearings. But Nadler, formerly invited Trump to have a lawyer participate in the proceedings, wrote a letter, but Cipollone himself declined the offer uh, uh, in a letter saying, quote, "...an invitation to an academic discussion with law professors doesn't begin to provide the president with any semblance of a fair trial." Even so, constitutional rights of criminal defendants, such as the right to have a lawyer and to confront witnesses, do not apply to the subjects of House proceedings. The Sixth Amendment literally starts with the words, in all criminal prosecutions, he's applying the Sixth Amendment to something it doesn't apply to. Mm -hmm. But even so, he was invited, they were invited to cross-examine and send witnesses, and they declined. Pat Mm -hmm. Cibloni wrote a letter saying, fuck Mm -hmm. you. Another misleading statement was when Michael Purpura, Purpura, uh, pupa pupa stage pupa stage of the lawyer said there was no quid pro quo on the Zelensky call and security assistant funds aren't even mentioned on the call which is misleading because they did bring up the javelins which is security um, yet another statement when Seculo said there was no collusion or obstruction in the Mueller report there were tons of both of those things yes <laughs> um, and there was also and this is what you were talking about an extremely embarrassing moment for Jay Seculo <laughs> during day one for Trump's team when he offered a rebuke Of the Democratic impeachment managers saying, and by the way, lawyer lawsuits? Lawyer lawsuits? We are talking about the impeachment of a president of the United States duly elected, and the members, the managers, are complaining about lawyer lawsuits? The Constitution allows lawyer lawsuits. It's disrespecting the Constitution of the United States to even say that in this chamber lawyer lawsuits. (laughs) It's a dangerous moment for America when an impeachment of the president of the United States is being rushed through because of lawyer lawsuits. The Constitution allows it if necessary. The Constitution demands it if necessary. Lawyer lawsuits. Lawyer Just lawsuits. one problem. Val Demings didn't say lawyer lawsuits. She said FOIA lawsuits. Oh my god. Jesus. No one said lawyer
2: lawsuits. Yeah, and then didn't didn't um, Adam Schiff come on right after him and be like, "What are you talking about, bro?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What?" Yeah. What are what? you referring to?
1: <laughs> there was. I will say FOIA. Bo-
2: FOIA lawsuits
1: val demings is a fucking badass and i do not and i do not hold anything against anyone being kind of caught up in the heat of the moment but there were a couple times where she like pronounced sentences in certain ways but she had like misread the sentence and then she had to backtrack and like redo the sentence did you see any of those moments a couple yeah it doesn't yeah. land quite as powerfully when it that does happens. not yeah which is a bummer but that's completely irrelevant to any of the substances she's of, a badass today though oh yeah well yeah she's she's fucking she's awesome mm-hmm. i mean it's like when you're telling a great joke and you accidentally say like i don't know the same word twice or something and then it's like fuck and it kind of ruins your punchline oh yeah it doesn't change the fact that the writing is still amazing yeah and, and it <laughs> and i've always
0: noticed too when i do that that i just sort of rush through the punchline like it's over. because
1: you think it's over. But yeah, no, but then, but they're professionals and I was just thinking, I was looking at it from a performance standpoint because Ah. you can't can't go through this, right? And then not think of it that way because to the American people, this is a performance essentially. Outside of, I mean, it's a very important performance, but that's what trial attorneys do. They perform. And that's why the Dems put forth litigators. Mm Yes. And
0: the Republicans and, put and forth badass. TV lawyers. I know Val God. Dummings, but yeah,
2: Val Demings is fucking awesome. She was also the first female police chief of the city of Orlando, uh-huh. which is pretty badass. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: I think the Democrats just fucking slammed. Oh yeah, Trump's they're winning team. But they still lose, but a, they're winning. Yeah, yeah. They're doing sucks. so much morally, so much better. Ugh.
0: Yeah. yeah. And today, very powerful, very powerful two and a half hour opening speech by Adam Schiff, uh, as Trump flies back from Davos. Where in a press conference, by the way, he admitted to obstructing justice when he said, but we have all the materials. They don't have the material. Uh, Cool, bro. Um, Schiff forcefully saying that the reason Trump needs to be removed from office uh, is that he will cheat in the upcoming elections. He laid everything out chronologically very, very beautifully, played a lot of video. Much of what Schiff presented was video of Trump and his associates, such as Mulvaney's press conference. Trump asking China and Ukraine on TV during one of his helicopter conferences mm-hmm. to investigate the Bidens. When Sundland said there was a quid pro quo, he just went through it piece by piece and it was just extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, you know, they have like litigators and, and lawyers are saying this is the best opening argument I've ever seen. Tubin said it's the second best he's ever seen in his life. I can't remember what he said the first was. It was something. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even want to try to get it wrong. Um, Sundland's testimony um, acknowledging the quid pro quo was on there, like I said. Anyway, very factual based argument. Didn't leave much to the imagination. Absolutely remarkable presentation. It was coherent. It was consistent. Um, it was a narrative. It was a chronological narrative of what happened, uh, which is something the White House doesn't have, you know, uh, in their lawyers or yep. in reality. They just mm-hmm. don't. They don't have a case to lay out. They're mm-hmm. just. They seem to just sort of be shooting it whatever, you know, shooting down whatever they can with their same tired-ass talking points. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's n- absolutely nothing convincing to to prove to me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And, and I would say if there was, because oh, that's yeah. what we do here. We discuss the facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a bias, of course, but yeah. there's nothing... <laughs> With There's a nothing there. Tiny spin. With a
1: tiny, it was just a tiny one. Do you
2: remember you when we I mean? first
1: started and we we used to say this was like a unbiased podcast? Yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the
0: Mueller she wrote, right? Yes,
1: because we would just lay the
0: facts out. Oh yeah, and then
1: we would go on to. I the... mean, that's the thing, though. It is unbiased. It's just so painfully obvious who yeah. is right. I know,
0: I know. <laughs> when uh, when Brian Williams called us a, a, a partisan politician uh, podcast yeah I was like
1: uh, it's like I guess so but also read the fucking proof not my fault Democrats are always right yeah <laughs> yeah that was funny mm-hmm. um,
0: something that happened today that I took note of during Hakeem Jeffries presentation which was also amazing mm-hmm. uh, for the Democrats in the middle of reading parts of the phone call between Zelensky he was reading the readout that the White House provided of the call between Zelensky and Trump some protester in the gallery started screaming something about Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, I couldn't quite hear it. I tried to. You can tell whose side he was on. I could try to other I, than Jesus. Yeah, just Jesus' side. Huh? No, he. Yeah, I, I tried to rewind it to hear what he was saying. But um, once the sergeant at arms removed the protester at the order of Justice Roberts, Jeffrey said and the scripture says for the lord loves justice and will not abandon his faithful ones and then just went right back into the into the call it was that's really awesome. nice it was really like you nice.
1: just had that like yeah. that's off the top of the dome yep <laughs> nice right off the top of the dome just hanging out in there yeah so great yeah that is funny just has just god like justice yeah. scripture ready yeah ready to go i'm all for the separation of church and state but in that moment that's just perfectly timed <laughs> and well executed <laughs> totally totally yeah, yeah and they had a prayer opening up for the I thing know. i know i i know why are you doing that man yeah it's just very uh i don't know farcy feeling i guess kind mm. of like farce e. Not Farsi. Oh, oh, I'm all... <laughs> how is it? How is it Farsi? It just feels like, I don't know. I mean, so many... I don't know. It, it is kind of strange to me how there is that element of religion integrated into all these proceedings when there are so many, like, very important moments in our history that have, like... Serve to separate, you know. I felt so uncomfortable when I was working
0: in the government, and people were like, "Let's pray," but you know, for whatever.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, "Mm." that is just like objectively weird, especially when you take into consideration how much of a, you know, melting pot this country is, and people come from all these different religions, and but whatever. That's and you can't say no,
0: or you're an asshole.
1: Yeah. It's kind yeah. of funny.
2: That reminds me of like kind of a dick thing that I learned in Canada growing up that was like slightly anti-American. I had this teacher who always used to say, America is a melting pot, but Canada is a mosaic. In the U.S., everyone melts into the same and assimilates, oh. but here it's a mosaic. Whoa. When <laughs> I was like, that's, that's really anti-American. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Just My, me I, had a, <laughs> I had a history
0: teacher uh, in the sixth grade, seventh grade, who called it a mixing bowl. Oh, I like that. She's like, it's not a melting pot. We're not all melty. We're a mixing bowl. Yeah. Yeah. We keep our identities and da da da. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. I guess when I, yeah, I mean, I haven't thought that far past just the concept of having different things in one place, but (laughs) (laughs)
0: But yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, as we know, uh, Trump's team and Senate GOP allies have been quietly meeting about contingency plans if the majority of senators approve witnesses and documents. And one of the things they're discussing is how to keep Bolton from testifying. Most Republicans are confident that the GOP senators will not break ranks. Most, most are confident they will not vote for witnesses. Mm-hmm. But they have a plan B, including moving Bolton's testimony to a classified setting and saying it's because of national security, hmm. ensuring it's not made public at all. Hmm. So I don't know. What do you guys do? you think Bolton, do you think we'll end up getting any witnesses? Do you think that the Republicans will vote for it or not? I'm, I'm not having too much faith right now.
1: Yeah, I'm not having a lot of faith either, but not because I don't think the Democrats are doing an incredible job at setting up the stage to have witnesses. If I was watching this in a vacuum, I would think wow, they're making an like, a incredibly compelling case, something that I can't imagine Republicans could, especially in light of how poorly Trump's legal team is doing, <laughs> not bend to. Yeah. But just knowing how they are and looking how Mitch McConnell is steamrolling everything, and that's really the only word for it, it, it it's hard to imagine that it's going to go through. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. I, I don't think they will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: wondering if there'll be some sort of mass protest if they do a down vote for witnesses and mm-hmm. a quit like i, I wonder what if, if somebody's planning something if you if you know of something march in dc f- yeah. for next week or next weekend or something like that um, let us know at daily beans pod on twitter hit mm-hmm. us up
2: yeah i wish i thought that they would but i don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah I, I think if there was any sort of protest against that it would be very deserved i will be mm-hmm.
0: shocked if the republicans vote for witnesses yeah and mm-hmm. documents yeah documentary evidence
2: yep it's sadly we feel that way but i mean mitch mcconnell has been pretty clear since the beginning that this is going to be a totally unfair trial so yeah
1: and i think when we talk about these like swing vote republicans too their swing vote is not because they're actually going to be morally swung one way or the other it's because they're thinking how can i make it look to my constituents like i was trying at least i don't think they honestly really give a shit uh-uh. either way no they just don't want to get their unelected constituency yeah
0: that's all mm-hmm. that's their number one goal mm-hmm. i
1: mean the easiest way to do that would be to
0: vote to remove them
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep honestly
0: yeah i mean i think i i have a feeling they'll still get voted out right but by a f- smaller margin
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i think any of the people that are coming out even seeming like they're wavering it's a very calculated waiver
2: yep i agree mm-hmm you know, there are maybe there are actually some Republicans who who feel more morally obligated to to call on witnesses. But I've been watching some videos lately of like of Trump protesters in Republican districts being like, "Don't you dare vote for this impeachment!" Yeah, and people protesting outside their offices and stuff. So it's like we are in our own bubble here. But there are protesters on the flip side pushing mm-hmm. for what Trump they want Jr. to. Trump Jr. said that mm-hmm.
0: he. I mean, it's basically intimidation yeah. you know mm-hmm. just saying don't you be better not and then Sean Hannity threatening to give away their personal cell phone numbers if they voted for witnesses like just ridiculous
1: stuff yeah
2: that's very threatening
1: yeah then you have people like Jeff Flake that are coming out again saying you know oh they're just not voting because they're not voting for witnesses because they want to get reelected and stuff and it's like Great. Not really helpful yeah. at this point in your career. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's, I think everybody knows that's the case. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we do have a lot more news, um, including
0: some... Jordan, you're coming back after the break. You're going to talk about the Senate Democrats mulling a witness trade and, and some stuff about uh, that came out from the American Oversight FOIA case. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that. Just stick with us. After these messages, will be right back. Hey everybody, it's AG and I'm super excited to announce that this episode of the Daily Beans is brought to you by the makers of my favorite bra, Third Love. Third Love designs bras to fit your individual's body shape and the most comfortable bras you've ever worn. I'm obsessed with them. That's all I have now. Uh, I've gotten rid of all my other bras. I was able to find my perfect fit in about a minute by taking their online Fit Finder quiz. Third Love uses your info plus the data from millions of women who have taken the quiz, and they take into account cup size and breast shape to find the perfect bra for you. Uh, I never knew many women fall between cup sizes, including myself, which makes it really difficult to find the right fit because of you know, cup gap or spillage. But Third Love has over 80 bra sizes, including Signature half cup sizes. So I was able to find my perfect fit just for me. Every bra from Third Love is made with memory foam cups, no slip straps, smooth scratch-free bands, no labels so they don't itch, uh, all for optimal comfort third love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit and available to help via chat or email third love backs every bra with their perfect fit promise and this is i love this you have 60 days to wash it wear it and try it out if it's not the perfect fit for you returns are always free and then third love donates all their gently used bras to people in need supporting charities in their local san francisco bay area and across the u.s so far third love has donated over 15 million dollars in bras i love that Third Love knows there's a perfect fit for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners fifteen percent off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/slash/dailybeans now to find your perfect-fitting bra and get fifteen percent off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/slash/dailybeans for fifteen percent off today. All right, everybody, welcome back, Jordan. What do you have for us today in the Jordan Block?
1: Yes, so after a FOIA request, the Office of Management and Budget—that's uh, as a reminder, if you forgot—the office at the center of the withholding of Ukraine aid. Um, they just released a trove of documents related to the aid to American oversight. Uh, the request requested directives and communications that may relate to any effort to pressure the Ukrainian government to investigate one of President Trump's political opponents as part of an effort to give the president an electoral advantage uh, the documents were released just two minutes before their midnight deadline <laughs> which is i love epic. that part
0: like <laughs> yeah i could just see him like <laughs> yeah,
1: fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. were they <laughs> really around. down that do you think they were that down to the wire or do you think they were like contemplating if they were gonna like try to fight it further or something i, I don't know Maybe I I don't know if they were they redacting up to the last minute. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of this stuff
0: was redacted actually,
1: yeah, so there was that a would, lot of that would make sense. Shit. Yeah. It was
0: like 50% redacted or some craziness. I I don't quote me on that.
1: Yeah, what was handed over consists of email exchanges that happened in late June after the Washington Examiner published their article on the military assistance to Ukraine, and the exchanges happened between Acting Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Affairs, longest job title ever. Uh, Michael Duffy, Mark Sandy, uh, American Oversight noted that additional emails through the summer and early fall when Pentagon official Elaine McCusker was raising concerns about the legality of the freeze are heavily redacted. So... It seems like it's a lot of important communications that are pretty essential, but like he said, so much of the stuff is redacted. I don't know how much new stuff is actually going to be in there. Um, American Oversight's executive director, Austin Evers, said, President Trump's lawyers stood in the Senate on Tuesday arguing that documents are totally unnecessary for the impeachment trial, but these documents give lie to that entire position. So I would be surprised if House Democrats don't try to enter some of this stuff into the record moving forward. I don't know what that looks like rules-wise, though, because I know McConnell only said, like, stuff from the House can go in. I don't I don't know. I don't know exactly what that process looks like at all. Uh, but it is important to note that House Democrats tried to subpoena Duffy to testify in the Senate trial, but that shit was shot down, obviously. So, that's where that is. But exciting that we have a bunch of new stuff. Hopefully there's some revelatory things. If anything, what does exist and it's not redacted, I, I know corroborates a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And then in other news, Senate Democrats are apparently talking about a witness swap behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Uh, Just put your keys in a bowl and then... (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sounds
0: like a bad reality show i know it does witness Witness swapped swapped.
1: oh god what have i seen put that thing away yeah but but the the two witnesses that they're kind of talking about maybe swapping obviously this is one dem witness for one republican witness it's uh hunter biden or joe biden for one john bolton so yeah uh so that's what they're of talking about i i I don't i mean there's this is again behind closed doors this isn't like super official you know high level talks i guess at least as far as the public is concerned but senate minority whip richard j durbin uh said that hunter biden is whip dick durbin (laughs) yes he is uh immaterial hunter biden is immaterial to the impeachment charges Uh, But he left the door open, apparently, to him potentially testifying. So, I mean, the argument here, amongst Democrats at least, is do we even want to give them the credence to have this witness called when clearly it's just to continue to propagate this conspiracy theory. Whereas John Bolton's testimony is a legitimate testimony that has to do with what we're actually talking about here. Like no part of what they're talking about in the trial is Biden's involvement with Burisma. That's not what anyone's talking about. No. And
0: I haven't even heard an
1: argument like, for example,
0: well, we need to prove why Trump was correct in withholding the aid like mm-hmm. that would be at least an argument mm-hmm. it yeah. would be a wrong argument mm-hmm. but at least it would be well you know the reason we want to talk to the Bidens is so that you know we can prove that there was uh, corruptible activity happening although it happened in 2015 if it did and there's been no evidence that it did and wouldn't really like require uh, aid to be withheld now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm Like, you know, maybe if Hunter Biden still worked there and you were like, I'm withholding the aid until he's out of there or something. But I mean, so it's a bad argument, but at least it's a argument. They're not even Mm -hmm. making one.
1: Yeah, no, no, they're they're really just clinging on to that one theory, which is, again, the same faulty, poor foundational theory that Trump is trying to now say was his reason for the call, which we all know was, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a perfect call. Perfect. Poif- yeah. It was a perfect call. See? Yes, exactly. So, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't know. Do you think it's going to go anywhere? Do you think they could do, because on one hand, if they do the swap, then it's one way to get John Bolton and it's kind of like, I guess you have to play dirty sometimes to get the things that you want or whatever. And it seems like the Hunter Biden or Joe Biden testimony would be so obviously, you know, like stupid. inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it wouldn't even matter. It's like, sure, I guess, I guess bring him on. But then the other side of that is they would thinking, it, don't taint. They would twist it. And also, don't taint this proceeding by placating these people, by mm-hmm. allowing them to bring them to the stand.
0: I say go ahead because it's not really you tainting, not really the Dems mm-hmm. tainting it. It's the Republicans taint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but it would have to be Hunter Biden, I think, because Joe Biden said today if he was called, he would not testify. Mm-hmm. So it would have mm-hmm. to be Hunter. Uh, and you know, I mean, if the Republicans want to get him up there and be like, "Were you kicked out of the Navy? Did you have a cocaine problem? Did you work for Barisma? <laughs> right. Did you get paid?"
1: Okay, yeah, I know. I, Part of me is almost just loving this no examining of the witnesses thing because know, you just really don't nice. have to listen to Republicans. <laughs> but you, but. They, but
0: senators, I don't think would be able to ask the witnesses' questions. Right, they have to do the handwritten stuff. Yeah, they have to do it. uh, And and also, I think, from what I understand, is if they do vote for witnesses during that up or down vote Mm -hmm. after the senators have a chance to ask questions of of the teams and after the opening arguments, which are going to take six days probably, Mm -hmm. if they use all 24 hours, Mm -hmm. if each side uses all 24 hours, and then two days of senators' questions because they have 16 hours of that. I'm assuming that would take two, maybe three days. So mm-hmm. nine, eight, nine calendar, uh, billi- not calendar, business days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they would have that up or down vote to decide whether or not they're going to allow witnesses.
2: Mm. Gotcha.
0: <sighs> so crazy. <clears throat> we just don't know yet. Yeah, I would. And like I said, it would have to be Hunter because Joe doesn't want to do it. You
2: know, it, since we've been talking about this for a few months now, like what we wouldn't we were sort of pontificating on how we would feel when we got to this point. When we actually got to the Senate trial where the Republicans were totally uncooperative and we're here now. And I feel like it's probably going to go exactly the way we thought. But hopefully that just makes them look bad for the election.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's mm-hmm. all we can, that's what we were thinking. The silver lining. That's all we can is kind of hope they're for. Gonna, they're going to acquit him. Mm-hmm. Just use it to run against those Republican senators in 2020. Yeah.
1: Well, and he's going to keep doing bad stuff, too. Oh, yeah. He'll cheat in the election. Yeah. It's not like this is going to just get swept under the rug and everyone will forget about the notion of him being a criminal. Right. Or a bad actor. Elizabeth Warren though came out today with a yes. plan. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> another, <laughs> another plan. Have a plan.
0: Just one plan. Just the one.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Uh, she only has the one. No two. She said she will. Her attorney general will investigate the crimes of the Trump administration. Cool. And that's a big deal to me. Yes. Uh, I tweeted out a while ago, like we better not have this shit like we had <clears throat> in um, you know when uh, Bush lost the election, where we were like uh let's just move forward and unify the country and not look backward and you know when obama when the you know attorney general for obama they just didn't look into they didn't do any investigations into any of the previous administrations crimes and um i i don't want i, I really whoever is going to be uh the candidate i really want them to not do that this yep. time
1: yeah same because it affects their ability to do their job moving forward as well yeah, and in this particular case, I think, more than any of
0: the other previous cases, we oh, have co- God, totally yeah. destroyed, not we, Trump <gasps> has totally destroyed the, the independence and, and trust of, of the Department of Justice and the FBI and, and law enforcement in this country in general, at least at the very top.
1: Yeah, and I can only hope that there's more established diplomats that are talking to folks from other countries just being like, please, please don't hold this against <laughs> us with moving us. forward. Yeah, I can't imagine. I think that's only, that's like the only explanation that makes sense based on how honestly patient so many foreign leaders have even been, even though some of them have been like, I'm not even talking to this man. But even outside of that, I do get the sense that there's some sort of awareness. Yeah. Yeah. That this is like truly a fluke. Yeah. Like we have to wait this Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm.
2: Also only countries with a lot of money. Are able to be a little bit sassy to trump the rest of them can't <laughs> let's be real yeah. and maybe
0: other countries are helping us like watch our election security mm-hmm. um not that our fbi at the very top senior leadership of our intelligence community would do anything at this point but you know i mean again that that my statement just there reflects the doubt that we have yeah. in our intelligence community yeah. and maybe, maybe they are um you know they were investigating or at least the the ukrainians were investigating the hack into burisma by russia mm-hmm. and then asked our fbi for help which means they weren't mm-hmm. or maybe they were mm-hmm. uh, and just didn't reach out to ukraine where the company exists mm-hmm. mm, it's weird yeah it seems odd all right well we have uh we have a lot more news uh to st- and we have a good news block coming up too after after the c block so stick around Hey, everybody. It's AG, and this Helping of Daily Beans is brought to you by Embark. I would do anything for my dog. I love my dog. She uh, is just the most awesome thing. And the the most important thing I did for her was to give her the Embark Breed Health DNA Test so I could learn as much as possible about her breed and lineage so I would know how to best care for her. Over 50% of dogs are either at risk or a carrier of a genetic disease, and the Embark Breed and Health DNA Test screens for any potential health conditions so you have all the information necessary to provide your dog their best life. Embark makes it quick and easy. You just send in a simple cheek swab, and they do the rest, Embark uses the most comprehensive DNA testing on the market, looking over to, looking at over a hundred times as much genetic information as the competition to give you the most accurate results and to make future genetic discoveries. Uh, I got the Embark test kit as a gift for a lot of my friends who have adopted and rescue babies, and they got to find out the lineage uh, of their dog and all of their entire like DNA health uh, screening to see if they were carriers of any genetic diseases or at least prone to them, and so that. Is a really fun thing to grab for people for holidays or birthday gifts or whatever. Uh, and Embark has an exclusive offer for you. You can't get anywhere else. Go to embarkvet.com now. Use promo code DailyBeans to save fifteen percent off your dog DNA test kit. Visit embarkvet.com and use promo code DailyBeans to save. You'll be glad you did. All right, everybody, welcome back. Out from the Washington Post today, a United Nations investigation that will be released Wednesday will report that Jeff Bezos's phone was hacked in 2018 after he received a malware text from Saudi Crown Prince MBS.
1: Goddamn. That's we
0: fucking crazy. We're right. Mm-hmm. And we're, and and not just us, but a lot of other folks oh, that yeah. were reporting this, and everyone's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It sounds tinfoil hat. It sounds super space beans. But but it actually makes the most sense. It does. Um, this report is expected to detail forensic evidence that Mohammed Bonesaw launched a cyber attack ...on Bezos as part of a series of, conf- of conflict among Bezos, MBS, Trump, and the Inquirer. The Saudi embassy in D.C. denies the report, calling it absurd. Uh, according to a new documentary film titled The Dissident, which premieres at Sundance this Friday, reports that the text MBS sent Bezos was a video file that contained Pegasus, a hacking malware program that lets users extract past and future data from a phone after the target clicks on the link. Makes you wonder if Kushner got that video from MBS mm-hmm. uh, after Khashoggi was murdered in Istanbul a wave of anti Bezos tweets came from Saudi Arabia bashing Amazon in the Washington Post after the hack the Inquirer posted a story about Bezos having an affair with Lauren Sanchez which Bezos himself uh, came out and admitted to uh, in a medium article after saying he was being blackmailed by the Inquirer to either say publicly that the Inquirer wasn't acting for political purposes otherwise they would publish these photos of, uh, like Sensitive photos of Sanchez and Bezos, mm-hmm. uh, and the district attorney for Washington D.C., Carl Racine, is suing Trump's inaugural committee. So there's a lot of stuff going on with the inaugural these days, uh, and suing the Trump Org, alleging the inaugural violated its nonprofit status by spending more than a million dollars to book a ballroom at Trump's D.C. hotel, uh, and that they knew it was overpriced and rarely used.
2: Wait. Ugh. Is there a word other than corruption or nepotism that we could possibly use <laughs> ever? No. Jesus. No, It's yeah. pretty much it. Mm. Wow. Uh, during the
0: lead up to the inauguration, the inaugural booked the ballroom for $175,000 a day.
1: Oh, um, my God.
0: Along with more than $300,000 in uh, food and beverage costs over the objections of the event planner. The DA says the inaugural abandoned its purpose when it wasted approximately a million dollars of charitable funds for the use of the event space at Trump Hotel, saying, quote, these charges were unreasonable and properly served to enrich Trump's business. Mm -hmm. Racine also alleges that Trump, Donald, and Ivanka were likely aware of the charges based on a bunch of documents Racine subpoenaed from the inaugural and the Trump Organization. It is against the law in D.C. for a nonprofit to operate for the purpose of uh, generating profits for private individuals. Uh, And Racine is asking uh, the court to order that the money be returned by Trump and given to charities promoting civic engagement. The inaugural has not responded, but uh, in response to previous inquiries about spending, the chair of the inaugural, your fantasy indictment captain, Mm -hmm. Tom Barrick, uh, said the events, quote, were executed in elegance and seamless excellence without incident (laughs) or interruption, befitting the legacy and tradition that has preceded us.
1: What the fuck? What is that even... (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What does that mean? What does that have to do with any of this? Trump is like. No one wants to know how the event
2: went. It's how you funded
1: it. No, they
2: were executed in elegance. Oh my God. Trump is like modern day King Henry VIII, and all of these idiots are his fucking court jesters. I know. It's I know. so true. Yeah. yeah, there's some like sniveling guy, like. Your <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> elegance and seamless excellence without
1: incident or interruption.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> God. I well, show the, up his butt. Yes. <laughs> the Please Trump force a nice lady to
1: like me. Funny
0: room in there. Uh, <laughs> the Trump org has issued a statement calling the suit an attempt to regulate what discounts it's, it believes the hotel should have provided. Wait, let me, let me say that again. Because any Trump statement, I just have a hard time reading because it makes no sense. They call the suit an attempt to regulate what discounts it believes the hotel should have provided and added the suit is a clear PR stunt. Quote, the rates charged by the hotel were completely in line with what anyone else would have been charged for an unprecedented event of this enormous magnitude and were reflective of the fact the hotel had just recently opened possessed superior facilities, and was centrally located on Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, my
1: God. Go somewhere else. His name's on the fucking building. Um the documents. I'm sorry. I'm saying the F-word so much this episode. Sorry. It's,
0: it's an angry episode. <laughs> it is. Uh, the, the documents say otherwise, though. Some of the documents submitted with the suit include discussions between the Trump org and the inaugural ending in a deal that Racine argues is a waste of the committee's funds in violation of the law and the org's mission to further the common good and welfare of citizens by supporting the activities surrounding the 2017 presidential inauguration. Hotel management emailed the committee in November in 2016, quoting an eight-day package at $3.6 million, an enormous number given the standards of luxury hotels during the inauguration. Mm -hmm. Rick Gates wrote back uh, to Ivanka saying, seems kind of high compared to other properties. And said he was worried, not kind of high, quite high, mm-hmm. and that he was worried about the kind of negative publicity that could, it could generate. Ivanka responded, uh, saying she directed the hotel manager to call him directly, after which they agreed on the 175000 per day amount, to which Stephanie Walkoff, a friend of Melania who works on the mm-hmm. inaugural and was paid $26 million to do it, uh, expressed alarm. Although most of that $26 million went to subcontractors, just so mm. you know. But she expressed alarm, writing that other properties had been offered to the committee at little or no cost, and warned, when this is audited, it will all become public knowledge. She said the meeting space... <laughs> including should... the words I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said the meeting space should cost max 85000 a day, which is still pricey compared to the other offers. The committee separately received free meeting space at the Fairmont Hotel and two meeting rooms at the W at no cost.
1: Um so you know. Wow. Wow. <coughs> Blatantly overpriced and non competitive. First hour was three point six
0: million and then they talked him down to one hundred and seventy five thousand a day.
2: Wow. My God. Right right from the gate he was doing this. Oh yeah. Day one. Oh yeah. Literally day one.
1: The yep. so, whole
0: reason he wanted to be president mm-hmm. to line his pockets.
2: Oh my god.
0: So he's flying back from uh, Davos right now. Uh, But while he was there at, you know, and he while doing that press conference where he said that, you know, we have all the materials. They don't have all the materials. Ha ha ha. Um, We're obstructing justice. We Uh, apparently when asked about the 12 soldiers uh, that were injured in the bombing, um, he then had head injuries uh, and TBI, which is traumatic brain injuries. Mm -hmm. Trump said they just had some headaches. It's nothing compared to having your legs and arms missing. It's nothing. Jesus. Yeah.
2: That's so. comforting. Mm. So, so nurturing, warm, empathetic. So glad that we have a president who is so
0: cares so deeply about injured veterans. Yeah,
2: it makes us feel better yeah. in times yeah. of well, it makes sense you wouldn't understand the consequence of brain trauma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and here's something interesting Tulsi Gabbard has filed a
0: $50 million defamation lawsuit against Hillary Clinton for her comment uh, on a podcast that uh, she's a Russian asset um this is nothing new for hillary she's been sued by republicans before (laughs) Uh, in the (laughs) suit tulsi claims hillary permanently damaged her reputation when she said i'm not making any predictions but i think they've got their eye on someone who's currently in the democratic primary and are grooming her to be a third party candidate she's a favorite of the russians although clinton did not specifically mention gabbard's name during the podcast a clinton spokesperson clarified it sort of when asked if clinton was referencing gabbard he said if the nesting doll fits (laughs) <laughs> that same spokesperson, though, subsequently tweeted that Clinton meant the GOP was grooming Gabbard to make a third-party run, not the Russians. Gabbard asserts that because of what Clinton said, she lost potential donors and voters. She places that value at $50 million, and she should be entitled to special and punitive damages in view of Clinton's malicious and unrepentant conduct. Tulsi claims Clinton has sought revenge on her ever since she endorsed Bernie in 2016. Uh, my understanding of a defamation suit is that truth is a defense. Uh, I'm wondering what proof Clinton may have, Uh, though she didn't even mention Gabbard's name. Hmm. uh, It was a spokesperson for Clinton that did that and sort of didn't even mention her name either, just said if the nesting doll fits. So I'm not sure she even has a case.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I do think that... I'm going to get slammed so hard for what I'm about to say right now, but here we go. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> this is Jordan Coburn speaking, unaffiliated with <laughs> on the Daily Paint's <laughs> The opinions um, of
0: Jordan Coburn are not Associated with opinions. Yes, of you e- e- any Exactly. Readers. Thank you. You may reach her out on Twitter at Jordan's Confused.
1: Yes. Um, if they can establish that they were blatantly referring to Tulsi Gabbard when they said she was a Russian asset, I do think that that's an unfair thing to argue that she is literally being hired by the Russians to do what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a ridiculous claim. Mm-hmm. I I don't think she's. I do not think that she's being hired by the Russians. To run her campaign, how she's running it. Okay, I think. I don't think that either. Yeah. Well, it, I think, effect, not even saying in response to how you feel, just how I know a lot of our listeners feel and how a lot of Twitter feels. I feel like, effectively, how Tulsi is running her campaign, it would behoove, you know, people of the Russian corrupt mindset to sort of like fuel that kind of fire with some of the statements that Tulsi makes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, you can make the stretch statement that she's like, you know, effectively a Russian asset effectively. Well, a Russian asset doesn't have to
0: mean, you know, yeah. that you're being used by the Russians. Right. Um, And for what I think personally, mm-hmm. I think that Russia is promoting a lot of Gabbard stuff, whether it's knowingly yeah. or willfully, yeah. I, I, I would put doubt on that. I agree. Um, and so I can see that. But clinton didn't even use the words russian asset mm, mm-hmm. she just said the russians have a favorite mm-hmm. and so it's kind of not even going to that level mm-hmm. uh but, i mean had she said she was a russian asset yeah that would be something i'd be like whoa yeah um whether i agree with it or not
1: yeah i'm not a fan of what's been coming out of hillary's uh well, thumbs lately yeah Out of
0: her mouth hole lately
1: yeah yeah. Well, she yeah. said
0: she's not going to support Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, but gotta... then she
1: walked it back with. Did you see the tweet that she wrote today? No. Yeah, she walked it back by some shit that like is even more upsetting because it's just like yeah. so fake.
2: What she said about Bernie, um, what came out about what she said about Bernie this week was awful, and people should be mad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I mean, how I feel too. It's not, too. A, it's not I'm, okay. It was I'm a pretty fucking over. It's not right an now. attack on policy. It's an attack on his personality, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. And it just serves to make his base more motivated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know he's surging in the polls Mm -hmm. right now. And I swear it's because of like largely because of what Hillary's said, because her putting that statement out, what she doesn't understand, apparently, is that there's a lot of people that really, really, really don't like Hillary and they're a part of the Democratic
2: Party. And that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And her
1: coming out.
2: Being I mean, I like Bernie was the number two trending hashtag worldwide yesterday after impeachment hearings. Mm-hmm. So
1: Regardless of, uh, you know, who who
0: you support and whether you like Hillary or, or Bernie or not, I, I don't think it helped. Yeah, no, no, it exactly. didn't help.
2: It was just it was it was if you're going to attack Bernie, which we're in an election season, it's OK to not quote unquote attack, but it's OK to to draw comparisons between candidates on policy. But when you're going for the personality, things like that, that's just when it gets it brings us all down i agree it what brings she said down the entire conversation
1: yeah what she said to try to walk back her comment was i thought everyone wanted my authentic unvarnished views but to be serious the number one priority for our country and the world and world is retiring trump and as i always have i will do whatever i can to support our nominee great message well, she's complete, right about that she is right it's just not in line with what she's done or said so yeah anyway yeah i mean what
0: what would have been better
1: to like as a as a statement hey i'm sorry for saying that really fucked up shit about a candidate that you can look back in my history and see all of the really nice things i've also said about him and how great he is to work with and how you know what you like just some kind of moral consistency that's or what i would have liked to have seen nice. yeah yeah or maybe just stop talking
2: well that
0: too, <laughs> to not apologize you'd have been mad about that too
1: um i don't know i mean like yeah this is where or at least a lot of people would have maybe i supported hillary person. because she was a nominee on principle i really Absolutely. disagree with how she conducts herself in a lot of ways yeah
2: i mean yeah n- nominee 100 percent. but it's not was it helpful to come out and be like i don't like him as a person just before this election like is that what she said she literally yeah. said, I don't like him. No one likes working with him. No one likes him.
1: That's why the hashtag Ver- I like Bernie's trended. Yeah. Because she was like I don't like him. Blatantly- no one likes him. All right.
0: All right.
2: All right. All right. It was so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking just- like
0: Hillary. I'm sorry. And, no, it just,
2: it made me so angry. <laughs> I just thought Lord. like, it was just, it was just, I literally like yelled out across my house. I was so disgusted. Yep. Um, but anyway, moving on from that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, it's just not helpful. It's just not helpful. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that she was doing something helpful mm-hmm. rather than acting this way yeah like you know people can't afford their medication and people are like you know starving and you're doing this that's helpful Mm -hmm. for the american people i don't think so yeah moving on yeah (laughs) that's how jordan i feel
1: yep
0: (laughs) ag is out of this uh uh I like Hillary.
1: <laughs> I'm not even saying I don't like, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not going
2: to, I'm, I'm not just gu- trying
0: to avoid tech, uh, I'm not gonna, Twitter.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to pull a Hillary and say I don't and like I'm, Hillary. Honestly. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know anything about her as a person. I just don't like her behavior.
1: I mean, she's an incredible, incredible, talented, Absolutely. powerful, like amazing woman, obviously. Mm-hmm. She served our country in many, many ways.
2: And you voted um, for
1: her? And I voted for her, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that I also am not allowed to have these kinds of feelings. No, of course not. You know? And she's not running, so... No, she is not. She is not. So stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, she, but,
0: you know, I mean, she's a pretty strong voice. There are a lot of people who like her. Well, she should have... She should got have more votes than any Democratic candidate in history.
2: Yeah. To end this conversation about the Bernie-Hillary thing, because I know that a lot of people agree with me and Jordan, and some people don't, and that's cool... But, yeah, suffice to say, strong feelings all around. Mm-hmm. But it is good to support whoever is a Democratic candidate. Yes. yeah, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm.
0: 100%. And 100%. I want everybody to have their own mm-hmm. opinions and feelings on it. Um, you know, I ran to be a Bernie delegate in 2016. I, I have been standing up for him quite a bit. Uh, and then also standing up for other candidates that are being attacked quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I You know, I'm just trying to... Like, my whole goal is to keep sort of everybody happy and positive going into this so, so that we we all vote for whoever. We we don't feel shitty about having to vote for whoever wins mm-hmm. the primary. Totally. Uh, although, I mean, I think that that can't be avoided in some cases mm-hmm. um, with certain candidates. Mm-hmm. It's just going to have to be something that, you know, like you voted for Hillary in 2016 and, you, you know, mm-hmm. she wasn't the candidate that you had hoped would, would be there, so... Mm-hmm. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like shut everybody down and say that you can't have your opinions. I think mm-hmm. it's really awesome and healthy that we have different, you know, uh, people that we support, but that will all come together in the end and support whoever it is. So, mm-hmm. um, but I just want to let you guys know I do appreciate your, um, yeah, your opinions on it because just got fired up. Whether I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and that's good because if you're not fired up, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, if you're not angry, if you're not, passionate about this what did cory booker say if if america hasn't broken your heart you don't love her
2: enough i mm-hmm. love that line mm-hmm. and i was this like great. Oh, 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 <laughs> speaking of candidates we could have had, we also, had rosario dawson as first lady you guys oh god that would have been amazing
1: <laughs> cory booker's campaign also <laughs> he sent... married to rosario he's dating her
2: oh is that crazy what a
1: babe i know seriously so lucky yeah, yeah. high five um but i just rosario. got a i just got a text from his campaign that they sent out to like people that donated and stuff and just like a thank you message which has never happened to me before and it like fucking broke my heart <laughs> it's like Aww, that's the sweetest that's thing a good ever. thoughtful follow-up it's so nice it's so nice and yeah. obviously it's an auto-generated text and <laughs> i don't care it's let me take, just, what, let me take what we can get yeah, it's just the thought that he was like hey can we find a way to send out a thank you message that's not an email i guess you know that's something that seems more personal it was nice that yeah. is cool He's a yeah good dude But yeah, yeah,
0: back your candidate, back your candidate passionately and Mm -hmm. and and defend your candidate passionately. Mm -hmm. So I again, welcome all opinions. Yeah, please don't stop. And
2: and also all the Dems left running right now, like aside from my feelings about Hillary Clinton's conduct, that's by the by by the by. As my mom would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's the, the Dems who are left are rad. Any of them would be a much, much better president than Trump. 1,000%. So I will I happily, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly
1: support whoever the nominee is. That's totally true. But
2: mm-hmm. it is a primary, uh-huh. and you really
0: got to back your candidate. And there are some, some, not major differences, but there are differences mm-hmm. between candidates. Hillary isn't one of them. So, if, uh, you know, if you want to, whatever. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what's frustrating, I guess, about that is it's like she's not, not even, even running. running yeah, and mm-hmm. it's starting. But she's so, stepping in. Right. And like, obviously, me and Amanda are like just endorse somebody passionately. Or, mm-hmm. just yeah. Just
0: endorse somebody or or not. Don't slam others. Totes. Because San- if Sanders wins the nomination, people are going to need to vote for him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you don't want to shoot, you know, any holes yes. at anybody.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and
0: it's hap- it's starting to happen more and it's really ups- it's upsetting me that it that it's happening in general so yeah. i'm totally on on board with he that with that like yeah. people just shouldn't be saying anything negative about mm-hmm. any of
1: these folks especially I mean, when he's surging in the polls it's like it's becoming increasingly likely he's going to be the nominee and now could be. this yeah. is getting released which again is the the like media because she did the interview way earlier and there's you know all of that but yeah it's <sighs> yeah i think he just <sighs> i think he just went ahead in california Mm-hmm. Yeah, By a couple and of points.
2: CNN poll just came out too. He was leading it, and so again, who like whoever's nominee is rad. Also, I very very much like some of the other candidates a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, all. Warren is them. my very 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 close second. Yeah, she's the so, best. She's so rad. And actually, the stuff she came out she came out with this week about how she would prosecute Trump as president, I was like, this is what I love about her. Yeah, like she just thinks ahead with some of her plans. Yeah, and it she's really a badass. Gets detailed. She's a complete badass. Yeah, I'm and just you- not going to
0: endorse anybody until. Oh, totes. The primary picks the winner.
2: That's fair. That is fair. Uh,
0: okay. That's all. Okay. Good talk.
2: We have yes. another little ad coming up, Jen. Yes, we? we do. And Sweet. then we have a good news block. Yay. So. Yay. We love good news. I <laughs> do love good news.
0: So stick around for that. You're going to want to hear it. Hey everybody, it's AG, and this Helping a Daily Beans is brought to you by Root Insurance. Bad drivers drive me crazy, and it mostly is because they make my insurance rates go up. And the one thing that makes me crazier than bad drivers is having to pay that exorbitant car insurance rate because of them, but not anymore, because Root Insurance has developed a mobile app that measures driving behavior, and instead of basing your car insurance rates on your credit, or your score, or the kind of car you drive, or your age, or your gender, or your zip code, Root bases your rates primarily on how you drive. By removing bad drivers from the equation, Root saved good drivers up to 52% in 2019. There's a reason why Root Insurance has been featured in Forbes, TechCrunch, Wired, The Washington Post, and Fortune Magazine. In 2019, Root was the fastest-growing direct insurance company in the U.S. They're the world's first mobile-first car insurance company. Their insurance card is available right from your phone. And if you get into an accident, you can file a claim directly in the app. It is car insurance made easy. They take the work out of it with rates based on how you drive, not who you are. All you have to do is download the Root Insurance app, drive normally for a few weeks during the Root test drive, and see how much you can save. So don't wait. Give Root a try. Head to the App Store, download the Root Insurance app, and sign up in less than a minute to start your test drive today. That's Root, R-O-O-T. Again, download the Root app today or visit joinroot.com to learn more and see how much you could save. Root reserves the right to refuse to quote any individual premium rate for the insurance advertised herein. Savings based on national reviews reported by actual customers. Form number one not available in all states. This product is not available in California. All right, everybody, the ACLU is demanding the National Archives turn over all records concerning its decision to doctor the 2017 Women's March photos in order to remove protest signs critical of President Trump or referencing women's bodies. Sweet. Uh, Love that. As we know, the National Archives released an apology and stated it was a mistake to alter the photo. The ACLU says, quote, a mistake is tripping and spilling coffee on the photo. Blurring <laughs> signs that are critical of the president or reference women's bodies or is a deliberate act, go, unquote. And they go on saying doctoring a photo is nothing less of Orwellian as the National Archives sought to alter history by making criticism of the president and erasing our bodies. The ACLU has filed a FOIA request demanding the National Archives release all records answering for how this happened, who ordered the decision to alter the photo, what guidelines they used to make the decision, and what other photos, if any, have been altered. The National Archives must be fully transparent, they say, and make all public records concerning its troubling decision to rewrite history. We can't, and we won't, rest until it does.
1: So good on you, ACLU. Hell yeah. They win again. Or they will win again. (laughs) Every time something pops up like that, that I'm like, send them some money. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, they're
0: badass. All right. Some more good news. Lev Parnas has asked Bill Barr to recuse himself
1: from his case
0: in a letter. Well, his lawyer did. Uh In a new court filing. The letter dated Monday was filed on the docket of the federal campaign finance violation case that the Southern District has charged Parnas with. Quote, given the totality of the circumstances, we believe it is appropriate for you to recuse yourself from the ongoing investigation and pending prosecution of Mr. Parnas. Uh, This letter was faxed to Bill Barr days after Parnas spoke on, on The Maddow Show, also went on Anderson Cooper. Department of Justice has declined to comment the most important thing in the letter. Uh, to me is that it says federal prosecutors or federal prosecutors refused to meet with Parnas to discuss what evidence he had. Really? Mm. That's beans come true uh, from this last Sunday's fantasy indictment league. Let's listen to that clip.
1: If they find out if the federal government or FBI or whatever finds out that that's true, then I think they would definitely drop an indictment. If that's something that would be worth their time, would they do that? I don't know. It may, they might say it's
0: not. They might be able to get him on six months if he goes to trial for lying. But, I mean, and then you have to remember, bar's in charge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it seems as though there may not be a plea agreement with Parnas unless they do it now to cover their asses, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, keep drafting him. But, like, damn. Yeah. Because we were, like, wondering, like, where's this plea agreement? Where's superseding indictments? Where's anything? And and they and they and, wouldn't even meet with them. And the lawyer said, "Yeah, they they, they tried several times to to put together a, pro- a cooperation deal, and they wouldn't even meet
2: with them." So basically, he's saying you're not actually fucking doing your job. I think you should recuse yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't make a plea deal with you if you won't meet with me. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, that and also he's like, I know how involved he was in trying to you know propagate this whole scheme. Also, right, is a part of his thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Imagine having an attorney general who actually God. worked on behalf of the country. <laughs> we did at one point. Yes. Obama. In a nicer times. Mm. Hey, <laughs> AGs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Holder. Yep. Holder was dope. Yeah. Lynch. Yep. She was dope. Yep. Remember Janet Reno? Yep. Yeah. She was dope. Kamala. She'll be our next one. Will Ferrell played a great Beans Janet on Kamala. Will Ferrell, <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Re-
0: Janet Reno's dance party. i I've never seen that, but I'm not watching either. it
2: either. It's just funny. Google, <laughs> <laughs> Google
0: it, Janet Reno's dance party if you want to see. I think it's Will Ferrell dressed as being Janet oh my Reno. Oh,
1: God, it was so funny. Uh, big ups
0: <laughs> to her. Rest in peace. Uh, and the movie I mentioned earlier, John Stewart. John Stewart is coming back. May 29th, Focus Features will release a political satire starring Steve Carell called Irresistible and it's written and directed by John Stewart, former host of The Daily Show and advocate for the first responders' health care. Uh, the film will follow a democratic strategist played by Carell who sees a political potential in a retired Midwestern Marine colonel played hmm. by Chris Cooper. He played the colonel in American Beauty. Mm. Uh, after the colonel basically stands up for the town's undocumented workers and that goes viral. so the the, the strategist is like, hey, you'd be you'd be a good politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, the release date, according to Vanity Fair in May, uh, means that Stewart will be out uh, doing his promo cycle during the election as the election's like going crazy. And that'll give him, I think, a chance to inject himself back into the political discourse, which I can't I can't wait for. Seriously,
2: mm, I love him so much. I know God. John Stewart, My first crush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, John Stewart was also like almost single handedly like a, a half taller than <laughs> <I>
1: Oh <know>. God! <laughs>
2: I mean, in, I'm into that shit though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, everyone? Towering <laughs> over the shorter men, She's into
0: that shit. Short men, please
2: apply. <laughs> Jordan would like to crush you. Meanwhile, I'm over here like you must
0: be
1: this tall to write. <laughs> yeah, I right. also like very tall men uh, yeah. and women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just no one medium. <laughs> <laughs> Tall men, tall women, short men, short women, but nobody of an average height. You need not apply. I guess that means I'm out. Um, Yeah, Jon Stewart was like one of the first people to make me truly interested in American politics. Like, I mean, you hear a lot growing up in Canada, but I would watch his shows religiously, you know, as a teenager, and it got me more and more and more interested in like, Thinking about things in a certain way. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was really, he was so important to me and I just love him. I'm so excited that you're going to go see his movie.
0: mm-hmm It's going to be, I'll tell you all about it. So
2: exciting. And uh, let's
0: get social. Hashtag. All right. Trending right now is hashtag Adam Schiff rocks. So check that out. The Democrats are winning this case, but I think Republicans will acquit Trump anyhow. But uh, if you want to see all just sorts of really great moments from uh, today and yesterday, particularly that two and a half hour opening speech he gave today, head to hashtag Adam Schiff rocks. Um, Share with us your favorite moments at Daily Beans pod. We would love to hear uh, from you about how Adam Schiff rocks. Um, He's amazing. So so good. He's so good. I hear he likes alternative music.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Daddy. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: oh you like a
0: democrat for once
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no more of this joe walsh shit huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> or what was the other guy you liked
1: oh uh, we don't need to go through the list <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'll tell you i'll tell you all
1: i'll
0: spell
2: it yeah you have a list of a problematic one conservative one time man. she said know, was was
0: sort of good looking and she never oh, lived no. it <laughs> no. never 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 and i think you just <laughs> yeah. caught him on a good day
2: oh yeah i can well, see adam Schiff they like browsing a record store
1: oh fuck
0: yeah, yeah Dude, he's
2: from
1: california uh-huh. Is he? yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. he, i
0: thought he was gonna come to our impeachment party but that probably would have looked oh, better. that would
1: have <laughs> yeah maybe maybe who knows <laughs>
0: he was invited
1: yeah
2: yeah i really he, like he him was he's Brad. he's doing an amazing job he's so good <laughs> so Daddy. good. We got really angry and then really horny. I know. I know. What it's is a happening? roller coaster of emotions? Today. Yeah. Leave uh, we it to Jordan and I to bring poop, uh anger, and yeah. horniness to our shows. Yes, the
1: arc of millennials. <laughs> <laughs> the arc of the millennials. <laughs> oh jesus (laughs) do you guys have any final thoughts i don't think i could possibly have i
2: have one one tiny one actually i've been watching a lot of very gay tv lately to Mm -hmm. fill my brain with something other than politics Mm -hmm. and um i just started watching the show called work in progress Mm -hmm. and it's um a woman named abby i can't pronounce her her name mackinney i think and she's and she's part of the improv and comedy scene in chicago and then her show got randomly picked up by the wakowskis and she has like this amazing show um all about like being an older uh, butch lesbian and cool. i've never seen anything like it and i'm really 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 enjoying it and they cover like mental health shit and gender and politics and it's family stuff and it's just yeah i've never seen anything uh, a queer show done in that kind of artful way so if you're interested awesome what's nice. it called again it's called work
1: in progress work in progress mm. thank you whip very yeah. cool
2: yeah
1: right on thanks
0: Welcome. none for you
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I just want to thank
0: you guys for um, helping me out um, when I needed it, and I just want to let you know that I I love that you guys. I love your opinions, and I and I hope you keep coming, and I hope that you don't feel like you can't like share them just because, just because I'm like, hey, be nice.
2: Um, mm-hmm. No, we cool. We just have diverse voices. Yes. Yes. to yeah. Encourage that. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, if we didn't have nuanced views. Or different views than what really can you feel good about, like listening to us? Right. You know, you want to have diversity in opinion. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. With an overarching respect for everybody. Yeah. And dedication to the Democratic Party, fuck Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> and shift daddy. <laughs>
0: okay. All
1: right. That's enough.
2: I guess he can wear a hat that said daddy on it. Oh,
1: God. Have you seen one. pictures of him when he's young, though? No. Okay. He's really cute. Oh, was he? Yes. Aww. Yes. There's an Instagram that's. Uh, called I Heart Adam Schiff. You should follow them. Oh, I will. It's hard not to crush on your
2: politicians. Yep. I feel the same (laughs) way about AOC. I'm like, yeah. I'm trying not. She's beautiful. Yeah. I try not to because you are a respectable congresswoman. But also, where'd you get that lipstick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I know it's
0: hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, (laughs) that's it. That's our show. That's our uh, our angry, delightful poop show, (laughs) and Schiff Daddy show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you need to get in touch with us, you know how to do that. We're at Daily Beans Pod on Twitter uh, or at Morshi Wrote if you are feeling old school. And uh, at Jordan's Confused. And what's your Twitter handle, Mandy? Mandy
2: underscore reader. Got it. Yeah. M-A-N-D-Y. M-A-N-D-Y. M-O-U-S-E. Although when I was a kid, I <laughs> thought M-A-N-D-I-E with a little heart over the eye oh, was cute. Oh, that is oh, cute. Oh, like Sandy,
0: big S, small, mm. small, 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 and big D, small, big e, with a star at the end and a heart around it. <laughs> pretty close, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the movie LA Story. You'll be glad you did. Uh, everyone, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet and take care of your mental health. I've been A.G. I've been Jordan Coburn. I've been Amanda Reader. And them's the Beans.